0: Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked on Rays podcast. And thankfully, the Rays are in the playoffs for a fifth consecutive time and ninth time in the last 16 years. An amazing run, an amazing stretch that they've been on. Hopefully, they can make it to the big one and win the big one that has been fleeting for them so far. So without further ado, we've got a seven-pack of questions Uh, To dive into this first one, Ulysses, what were the expectations for your team heading into the season versus the expectations of your team heading into the playoffs? Seeing
1: as fans, including in in this podcast, we were saying that this could possibly be the best rotation that this franchise has ever seen. And then suddenly uh, 60% of that going to uh, Tommy John. Uh, yeah, the expectations before the season were pretty lofty—a uh, 90-plus a win team that w- could possibly go into the ALCS and the World Series. Uh, and now, with all of the injuries that they've encountered, maybe there's a little bit less of um, certainty and a little bit more of hope. And obviously, as fans, we would like to see this team go deep into the playoffs. Me personally, I think uh, you need to stop doing the the getting into the playoffs and done. Hopefully this team can go through the Rangers, meet the Orioles, beat the Rangers, uh, beat the Orioles, and then get into the ALCS. I think then that then you will meet expectations for the fan base.
0: Yeah. And despite this team being without stars, i.e. Shane McClanahan, Wander Franco and others, they seem to have a little something special on their side. They've certainly overcome adversity to this point. Yeah. Uh which batters are coming into the playoffs hot at the plate, Kevin? Well, Yandy Diaz, he's been hot all season long and he's been hot lately, of course. He is the winner of the American League batting title, but Manny Margot since mid-September has been really, really strong. He's had four multi-hit games since mid-September. He's had a three-hit game mixed in there and two four-hit games mixed in there as well. I'll also note this Rene Pinto has five home runs in his last 19 games.
1: Great to see Rene Pinto give some pop from the behind the dish. I would add Harold Ramirez, a uh, Columbia native, uh, slashing 417, 442, and 604 uh, this last 15 games that he's played. He has been terrific all season. And let's not forget, out of every MLB hitter with 150 at-bats or more, he has the
0: highest batting average against left-handed pitching. We can also throw in Josh Lowe. Man, that's a good thing when you've got a lot of hitters <laughs> that are hot at the right yeah. time in mid-late September going into October. Uh, explain the depth of your team's starting rotation. Well, a lot of them are on the IL,
1: like we explained earlier, but you could see a, a the first three names. You're going to see Tyler Glass now. Then you're going to see Zach Eflin and... and Aaron Savali. After that, you've got uh, Zach Littell, who has been terrific uh, just stepping into that role from the bullpen going into the starting rotation. You've got young phenom, Tosh Bradley, who has not had the best results as of late uh, in this season, but he the stuff is there, and you can see the talent is there. Um, so that those two guys could possibly see some some innings during the playoffs, maybe not a start, but maybe from the bullpen that they, they could provide that.
0: Yeah. The Rays certainly have a very reliable one and two and Shane, or uh, well, I got to look <laughs> back a little bit. I'm I'm thinking too much about Shane McClanahan. Obviously no Shane McClanahan, no Drew Rasmussen and no Jeffrey Springs, but glass now and Eflin, you can be really confident and satisfied with that group. Aaron Savali, a familiar name with playoff experience, solid pitcher, but He's had ups and downs in a Rays uniform, and um, you, you mentioned it, Zach Littell. He's really been a, a saving grace, a guy who was a, really a, a failed starter, a discarded reliever, and now the Rays find a way to make him productive and influential in the Rays rotation. And um, really, the idea, hopefully, is uh, you know, with the the one, two, three, that the Rays can take a, a solid advantage in any particular series. But there certainly are some question marks as you get deeper into the rotation that is for Tampa Bay. Why is your team's bullpen good enough to win the World Series, Kevin? Well, we probably wouldn't have said that a couple months ago, but now they if you look at all the metrics and all the numbers, they do stack up as one of the best bullpens in all of baseball. Uh, We know about Pete Fairbanks, but there's other guys that you need to familiarize yourself with, uh, i.e. Bob Stevenson and uh, Sean Armstrong, Colin Poche, uh, among others. But um, this team, or this, uh, this bullpen, rather, has lately found a way to induce more strikeouts, induce more swing and miss, throw the ball in the zone more, get more chase. I mean, it's all been working. And I think a byproduct of that is, you know, you have so many castoffs that are uh, being acquired into the organization. It, it, it takes some time to drink the Kool-Aid and learn the techniques and, and take the advice and be able to uh, utilize that advice and, and display it uh, and exemplify it on the field. So I think we're starting to see the, the messaging click and the tips click and the pitch mix click for these guys.
1: Yeah. And two names, Jake Diekman and Robert Stevenson. Those are the most raising uh, turnovers for 2023 where, You know, it's it's usually like, oh, why are the Rays uh, going after Jake Diekman, who has been awful this season with the White Sox? Why are the Rays picking a random guy, Robert Stevenson, from the Pittsburgh Pirates? And it's because they can see something in these guys that they can tap into. And they really have. And now they've solidified the bullpen ever since those two names have come on board. And it'll be fun to see what kind of situations they can get in. What is your team's biggest strength? They can do it all. They can take you out of the ballpark with home runs, which, by the way, they they have now instituted a new franchise record in home runs in 2023 uh, after 26 seasons. That's awesome to see, but they can also steal a lot, a lot of bags. So they've got dynamic players, and you think of dynamic players that can do both the power and speed combination. You've got Randy Rosarena, a guy who's been a 2020 guy for three years in a row. Josh Lowe in his first full season, he is that kind of guy. If Luke Rayleigh is available, he is that kind of guy. There's a lot to like about this dynamic uh, team that they can do both the speed and power combination.
0: Yeah, certainly the scoring runs and the hitting of home runs. You can also add the versatility of this group, the energy of this group, the teamwork of this group. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, the ability to overcome adversity. Um, These guys like each other, and I think that they've got something special going on for themselves as well. So it'll be really interesting to see how they go forward in the playoffs with a lot of young players on the roster as well. Looking a little bit more into the negative, Kevin, what about your team are you worried about in the playoffs? Well, um, like I mentioned, the, the back end of the rotation, and hopefully that doesn't lend itself to giving up a lot of runs and then maybe overtaxing the bullpen as you get late into the playoffs. And while I think it's a strength in having a lot of young, energetic guys, it can also be a weakness in the sense of, um, there's a lot of rookies on this roster that have yet to taste or don't have much taste of playoff experience.
1: I completely agree with you. I think that plus have they, have, they, have they seen too many injuries? Is Luke Rayleigh really going to be playing? Is Jose Siri going to be playing? Guys that have not seen Major League at-bat since early September, mid-September rather, um, if they are missing from the roster, who is coming up uh,
0: that is not going to provide as much as they are. How far in the postseason will your team go? This is the big question.
1: <laughs> well, obviously, we want this team to go all the way and win the World Series. I think personally I would be uh, not happy, obviously, but I think I would understand an ALCS run. I think if you get into the ALCS and, and go deep, that that's a, a, a step in the right direction. Uh, you got to get above the wild card. You got to get above the ALDS. Uh, if you get into the ALCS, it's a good step. But honestly, with this talent that this team has, you could go to the World Series, and not only could you go to the World Series, you could actually win it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, too many times. You, you're a team that wins 99 games. I would fully expect your team to make it to the uh, the 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 ALCS or the NLCS, whatever it may be. But um, again. A lot of young players, a lot of injuries. It might be a case of um, you get as far as you can this year. You lick your wounds and see what you can do in 2024 and beyond. Um, Obviously, we know the the playoffs can be a crapshoot. I just have this weird sneaking suspicion um, that the Rays can get through the uh, ALDS. But um, I, I just for some reason see... Astros versus Dodgers, Astros versus Braves, something along that elk. Especially with Justin Verlander back in the fold. Um, all right, uh, there it is. Hope you all enjoyed. Be sure to check out the Locked on Rays podcast Monday through Friday, and maybe we'll see the Rays playing a National League team in late October. Rays up.